It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to the art studio. I am your host, Dan Burke. I hope all of you are having a great day in your art studio, and I hope the art is coming out well. I was thinking today of things that are seemingly impossible. When you are young, you have these dreams and ideas and ambitions, and I don't think many of us sort of live completely those dreams and ambitions. Uh... We grow up and then we sort of set aside those dreams and ambitions of being an astronaut or a comic book artist or whatever it might be. And we have to earn a living. We have to support ourselves, we have to support a family. So we end up working at jobs and doing things throughout our whole life that are not what we wanted to do. I'm writing a book now about Ed Wood, the filmmaker. And Ed Wood reminds me a lot of myself. Uh, He had a great passion for filmmaking, but I can't say he was overly talented at it, much like myself. And yet he really, really, really loved making movies and filming things and editing or whatever you might call the filmmaking process. He never really got success at it, but it never dampened his enthusiasm for the endeavor. It made him really happy to make movies and to do his projects. I suppose in a lot of respects, I fall into that uh, category where I cannot say from my films or my books or my animated stuff, all the many, many creative things I've done have led to some kind of uh, success that has allowed me, you know, to live a comfortable financial life. <laughs> That's a good way to put it, okay? Not a financial success. Ed Wood, also not a financial success. But I've extremely loved the passion, and and I really love doing it. You know, I have a lot of passion for it, and, and it has made me happy in the doing. So when I think about things that are impossible, I think about, those of us who are in situations that seem dead-end, incomprehensible, can't escape, nowhere to go, seemingly no hope. You know, many people have been in situations beyond our comprehension of no hope, and if you had to take a bet out on that person or that situation, you would completely bet against them. But it turns out that Almost all things, in some ways, are possible. Uh, An interesting story is a girl uh, was born in 1963. When she is like 10, she's burned very, very badly uh, during the Vietnam War. And she's burned so badly that it appears as if she's dead. She's burned head to toe they take her body and put it in the morgue. 
uh, where they put the dead bodies. And for three days, she lays in there in the morgue. No food, no water, no medical attention, no nothing. And her parents come to visit her body, and it turns out she's alive. Now, I won't go into the full story, but it's it's pretty fantastic. And you'd say that there's no way this person could live, could survive, could make it through this ordeal. Well, she is now 53 years old with two children, has lived an amazing, dynamic life. Now, I could tell you a bunch of other stories like this of really impossible things happening. Impossible things. But the point of the whole story and the point of me bringing it up is that, first off, no matter what you think, you may have a solid bet and you may know that when you drop this glass on the, you know, from a height, it will break. It will not, it will not stay in one piece. It will shatter. You know, 99.9% of the time, that's true. But in the strangest thing in our world and our lives, there's always that 0.0001% wild chance that something could happen. You know, there's people who've jumped out of airplanes with no parachutes and they've lived to tell the story. Sometimes things defy description. I'm sure each and every one of you knows a story like this. So I guess in some weird way, I'm inspired by that. And I think that people who hang in there, despite all the odds, have access at times to this point zero zero one percent chance you know it's like the the story of the 20 year overnight success you know everything takes hard work everything takes diligence and then there's a huge amount of luck and timing in things you know you could be the greatest artist in the world then disney stops needing you know illustrative artists and they fire everybody and switch to making 3d movies now all the 3d artists get hired Then they stop making 3D movies, they fire those artists and bring back in the people that can draw with their hands. Things are cycles, timing, luck. So you could be really great and not get really far. Some things are beyond our control. But I think that for me, there's a great optimism in reading about, collecting, and focusing on these these impossible stories these people that have done impossible things with their life, uh, different adventures and scenarios. I mean, things that defy description. And I think as human beings, we should aspire to that. I think we should never give up on our dreams in some respects. I think that really feeds our soul and who we are as human beings and creative types when we allow ourselves to dream And to pursue those dreams and do those things. Now the thing is, you don't want to turn it into the into this. Like let's say you want to be an actor or an artist and you're turned down, turned down, turned down, and you get all bitter and pissed off and angry about it. If that's the case, if if the situation makes you bitter and angry and pissed off, it's probably not good for you. I mean I'm just telling the truth. But I think with an attitude readjustment, there's a way to strive, you know, to be turned down for auditions, to be turned down for art jobs, to fail, 
and not let it instill a lot of bitterness inside you. It doesn't have to make you twisted and angry. You know, not everything uh, is a yes answer. Not everything's meant to happen. Not everything runs smoothly. And you can't let it bend you and twist you and make you angry. You know, there's a lot of ways to look at situations. And you look at them really negative or you can look at them in between or sort of positive, million in between, million flavors in between that. But I think that we do ourselves a disservice if we focus or, or conduct ourselves so they're always bitter and pissed off. You know, there is frustration in endeavors. Things push back. They're hard. Everything's a pain. I, I'll readily admit that. There's nothing easy. Even mailing a letter is a pain in the ass. But you've got to force yourself to do these things. And I think once you force yourself to do them and they become a habit, they become easier and easier to do. So things that may seem impossible today could very much be possible tomorrow. But I think we have to strive for it. I think we have to make the effort for that endeavor. And again, inside that effort, you can't, like in other words, let's say you try to be a great artist, but you don't turn into one. It shouldn't turn you bitter and against art, so you're burning all your art supplies and all your books. What it should do is to give you joy. You should have joy in the endeavor of seeking to be a better artist. You shouldn't be robbed of your joy because you're doing the thing you want to do. So it's very important how you set your mind to it, how you think about doing the impossible, changing your life, changing your situation, you know, doing creative projects that you want to do that may seem impossible to do. I think as long as we're alive and we're healthy and, you know, we're still above ground, almost anything's possible. You know, you could be left for dead and everything taken from you, your house burned to the ground, all your belongings scattered to the wind. And that doesn't mean you couldn't regroup and have a great life, be happy, get married, have kids, you know, live a wonderful life. It is possible. You know, most of us don't have a lot and we're striving just to hold on to what we have. Uh, This is a cruel world. You don't pay your rent. You are in the streets. Uh, There's no doubt about it. So there's a lot of time and endeavor spent for all of us in trying to simply survive. And I acknowledge that. And in that stressful, you know, battle to survive, many of us become bitter, pissed off and run down. And I'm one of them. Uh, Life has really beat the heck out of me. And I've worked for some real moron companies and people. Real morons. And I had to stay there and say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because I needed the money. I'm sure you can understand that. So most things are far from ideal. Most situations are light years from the perfect situation. But I still think that the impossible is possible. I still think you could strive making stories, you know, whatever it is you do. And one day the world might come around to go, hey, that's a really good story. Or, you know, you've published your fifth book and the first four books were totally failures. But the fifth book, somehow that hits, somehow that works. Somehow Oprah reads it and it becomes a book club favorite. You never know what can happen. But if you don't write that fifth book, if you're bitter and pissed off, about the failure of the first four books, you're paralyzed. You can't go forward. And this very thing has happened to me. 
I speak from major experience. It seems like after we fail at something, it seems foolhardy, stupid to continue in that endeavor. Oh, why should I make another book or why should I write another story? Nobody cared about the first 20 stories, the first 20 books. That is a logical way to think. And you obviously shouldn't set out to pay the rent on books that can't be sold. But that doesn't mean you can't enjoy the endeavor and take great pleasure from it and increase your happiness. I think that if you approach your projects in a different way, and that even though it sounds selfish, you're doing them in a lot of ways for you, that I think there's a lot to be gained from that. And if you can find pleasure in the things you do, and they really make you happy, you never have to quit doing them. Even if they cause you frustration, frustration situations arise because of, because of it, you don't get the results you want, it still doesn't mean that the endeavor itself wasn't fun. I know this doesn't apply to all situations and all things, but there is a way to look at it. Have you ever talked to somebody who told you a bad dating story? And they're like, oh, I dated this one person that went crazy like this, or I dated this one person and went crazy like that, what we call bad dating stories. Well, one thing about a bad date, it really lets you appreciate a good date. And most people laugh about their bad dating stories down the road. At the time, though, you're lonely, you're reaching out, you're trying to find someone nice, and you date the wrong person. And it turns out to be a complete disaster. Has that ever happened to any one of you? So we know it's possible with the best intentions to make mistakes But dating people then, if you have a couple bad dates, shouldn't make you bitter to dating all people or or all romantic endeavors or friendship or whatever you want to call it. You, You know, I know people who've tried to make friends with people and then they got, you know, kicked in the teeth for it. And so they simply stopped reaching out to people. They just stay alone and don't really try to endeavor to meet people on any level because the world has been tough to them and they just withdraw. And I think that is a mistake. I know it's the natural human thing to do, to withdraw from pain. People run away from pain and move towards pleasure. It's the most natural thing in the world. But I think somehow enforcing ourselves to do things that are perhaps uncomfortable and, and to find the happiness in doing those things, you know? Not every bad date has to be a horrible thing. It could be just nice to meet new people. Even though they're weird and odd and you have no intention of marrying them, it might be nice to date and know a bunch of people. I know when I started my meetup group here in Bend, Oregon, I got to meet hundreds of people in the community from all walks of life who joined my group. And it was really great. Now, not every one of them liked me and not, you know, But in the midst of that, I made some really great friends and met a lot of great people. So a lot of them, though, I mean, to be honest, didn't like me. I heard back, oh, didn't care for him, didn't care for him. I get it. I'm not the kind of person everyone's going to like. It's like uh, cherry-flavored ice cream. Not everybody likes it. Some people who like cherry really like it, but others who don't, they just don't. And that's okay. So I could have gotten discouraged. Oh, that person didn't like me. That person didn't like me. But I didn't. I just kept going on with the group and people would come and go. And eventually I got some great, great friends out of that group. I met some fantastic people that I clicked with, clicked with me. 
and we are friends to this day. And I'm so glad I didn't give up on myself or that endeavor or going out and meeting people because I would have cut myself off from all the great things that have happened because of knowing those people. And I think that's how we should look at everything. It's not that every situation turns out to be ideal or the perfect way we wanted it to be, but I think if we look at it correctly, we can pull a lot of satisfaction, pleasure out of things, even if they're not ideal. And I'm talking specifically about doing projects, making them happen, and then, you know, people don't seem to want to look at it, read it, view it, whatever it might be, and you're discouraged from that experience, and you think, well, you know, why should I make something else? This is something I'm battling with all the time and something more or less I'm talking to myself about. You know, I find a lot of pleasure in drawing and creating, but I'm very frustrated on some level that really I don't get to share it with a lot of people. It's the truth. But, you know, once I move past that, I consider myself so lucky to have the health and the eyesight and the time and the ability and the ambition to do these projects for myself. And when I look back at the projects and they're piling up pretty high and pretty deep over my lifetime, I'm kind of amazed and like, wow, I've, I've really done a lot of things. You know, people ask me, what do I do for a living? And I tell them and they go, oh, is, there, is your work anywhere where I can see it? I'm like, not really. No one's ever heard of me. No one knows me. You know, my books and stuff are on Amazon, but you know, <laughs> they're not going to be on the bestseller list. And I don't really try to sell people my things. You know, in fact, in some ways, they're kind of asking me like, oh, do you draw Spider-Man, Superman? I'm like, no, I don't draw any of those things. And so to them, I think I seem like a failure. But frankly, my life in art and my life being creative has brought me great pleasure and happiness. So it's a a mixed bag, you know. Uh, It's like telling people, you know, I'm a race car driver and they go, Oh, where do you race? And you're like, Oh, just over at my house. And they're like, well, you're not really much of a race car driver. That doesn't mean necessarily. So you might be very passionate about race car driving. It just may turn out that you never had the money, the crew, the timing, the connections to put together a NASCAR billion dollar proposition and go racing. (laughs) Very few people do. So anyway, I don't want to beat this into the ground, but I wanted to talk about impossible things. I collect stories about things that are impossible. I really do. It's like watching a lion rescue, you know, baby antelope and not eat them, but actually rescue them and help them. There's things in nature that defy description. There's things in human nature that defy description. Every day is a new possibility. And even though we're not in ideal situations, far, far from ideal, I think everybody's in that situation. So in that, I think you've got to go ahead anyway and do your thing, whatever that is. So I don't know what your thing is that you want to do. I don't know what it is, but I think that you should do it. So I encourage you to do so. You only get so much time, so many days on the planet, so many hours in every day. And I think it's really beneficial to find a way to do things that you really enjoy and that make you happy. You don't have to explain it to other people. It just has to be something for you. And most of you listening to this are probably creative people and you probably have projects in your mind, ideas for things that you want to make. And 
probably you battle back and forth thinking, well, why am I going to make that? Because, you know, five years work, I won't make any money on it or whatever. I don't think that's the way to look at it. I think we have to change our thinking about things. Find the pleasure in doing that thing that you like to do. And if there is no pleasure in it, don't do it. (laughs) It seems pretty simple and straightforward. But how many people do we know complain the whole way, the whole ride? Every day they show up for work, they complain. It's, It's a huge drain to be around someone like that. Imagine being that person. What a drain it is for them personally to always be negative, pissed off, and upset, bitter, you know? It's no way to go through life. So I want to encourage you to try to cultivate the other way to live. Where even though situations can be bad, you say, well, at least I, I have this and I can do this. You know, I think it's so important to, be, to, important to be grateful for what we do have and what we can do. And inside those limitations, do. You know, don't make excuses, not even to yourself. Just do it. I think the human potential and the potential on earth here is pretty amazing. Now, I know, again, you may not always get what you want, but I think in some respects we may get what we need. Have a great day in your art studios. Keep creating. Keep doing your thing. And uh, I'll be back here before you know it, creating and doing my thing. So have a great day. Bye-bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.